0: Welcome to another edition of And Another Thing, the podcast that, of course, continues to trend across the world. And we are also excited to say that this podcast is officially brought to you by the great team at Municipal Solutions. My name is Jody Jenkins.
1: And my name is Tony Clement. Hold on. Because we we can't. You can't (laughs) use music. Um, As we were talking about this off air, but you can't use. There's no mechanism to use copyrighted music on podcasts, and they're starting to crack down. So it's just it's it's just me and my guitar now. So you're gonna (laughs) you're you're gonna
0: play our riffs and stuff for us. Exactly,
1: I got to do is your your our opening and closing riffs. That's that's what you should talk to
0: our friend John Mutton from Municipal Solutions and see if he needs a jingle or something?
1: I, I, I will ask him that question. Uh, of course, uh, municipalsolutions.ca is our proud sponsor. We're proud to have him as a sponsor. They have a number of different services at Municipal Solutions, including business development, market analysis, strategic planning, energy and infrastructure advancement, public policy development, and stakeholder holder and government relations. John Mutton is the principal there, former mayor of Clarington, and our friend and Sponsor. So, thanks to MunicipalSolutions.ca. Okay, hold on, I'll do a riff for him. <laughs> That's the opening riff for a song that I will not mention because of copyright.
0: Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> don't say anything. And and Tony, before we get to our guest, because we got a barn burner today. But we do. I know you went to the Elmo grand opening because you're like a hobnobber with like Michael Leckerly <laughs> and. You know, you're yes. big, your big time and, you know, 50 people were invited in the world and you were one of them. So tell us in a little bit world. about that.
1: Well, as I, as I said afterwards, it, it's, it's amazing what $30 million in rentals will do. <laughs> <I guess> he, <laughs> he's sunk $30 million in renovations for the, the yeah. Grand Dame of uh, venues, certainly in Toronto, probably in Canada, the El Mocambo and a big rep. Wreck was the band Big Wreck and they were fantastic it was so great to hear live music again and uh, the place just looks so amazing it is probably the the premier uh, music production facility in Canada. Now the, the equipment they've got in there is, is incredible. Oh, wow. And so it's not your yeah, garage. Yeah.
0: Your garage doesn't hold that title anymore then. No, my garage does not. And they, they,
1: they any, any live act there will be, will be uh, taped and produced. Uh, on the spot and streamed. I mean, it, it's just incredible. So big, rec- great band, and they had the place humming for all fifty of us. No more than that, uh, with the COVID uh, situation. And um, uh, the place has neon everywhere. There are neon signs, uh, uh, posters of of former uh, acts that have performed there. There's a big. There's a lot of stuff with Mick Jagger, as you can expect. Uh, in fact, there's. Uh, there's uh, the washrooms. Uh, uh, you go down this long hallway, and the washrooms have on one side of it a big poster of Mick Jagger, and so you go left into the men's washroom. Uh, right beside it is a big poster of Debbie Harry, and that's the that's the women's washroom. So it's like everywhere you look, there's uh, there's rock and roll icons, you know. So uh, it was a great thrill to be be there, and uh, Mike Wackerly has done an amazing job to uh, restore. Possibly the greatest music venue in Canada, I dare say.
0: Wow! So the great, not only the greatest studio, but now the greatest music venue in Canada. So you've had two titles <laughs> stolen from your garage. <laughs> I know. You, you used well, to have he, the greatest but, studio and the greatest music venue, but
1: well, you know, my band, the Dock Spiders, plays in a garage right now. So that's our that's our big venue. What's, uh, what's with, the, with tires stacked on the side and
0: what's uh, the over-under, equipment. What's the over under <laughs> on the Dock Spiders playing the Elmo combo?
1: I'm gonna. I'll have to wait for Mike Wackerly, the owner, to to be in a compromised position, and I'll suggest it to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we better get to our guest. He's again yes. with uh, valuable time, so I'll let uh, I'll let you introduce him. Well, I it, certainly thank
1: you. It's a great pleasure on behalf of mm-hmm. and another thing, podcast and Municipal Solutions, our sponsor, to introduce to our podcast uh, Monsieur Gerard Deltel who is the House Leader of the Official Opposition in the Canadian House of Commons. He is the Member of Parliament for the Quebec riding of Louis Saint Laurent since 2015. He's a former leader of the Action Democratique du Québec, the ADQ, from 2009 to 2012, and a former journalist. Ooh! So, please welcome to the program, Gérard Delthal. Welcome.
2: (laughs) Good Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? Hey, I don't have any music for me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh sure sorry okay I'll, I'll do some music for you okay that's it a, that's, that's a right, g, okay. a g no, chord no i no, got a so g good. chord because it's a jedi so there oh.
0: well i guess
1: because <laughs> my big but i feel confident with that
0: tony you could have played some mitsu because i think she's pretty huge in quebec or was yes yes mm-hmm. yes if only i
1: knew any mitsu i'd be good <laughs> we shall see. So, uh, Janard, thanks for joining us. Uh, I know you've got a lot on your plate as the House Leader uh, for the official opposition for the Conservative Party of Canada, and we've got the throne speech coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, So tell me uh, just a general question, first of all. What are your goals for this uh, session of Parliament coming up?
2: Well, obviously, our goal is to get back to the street economy. Uh, we need to have an economy recovery plan. And as you know, unfortunately, we are the only G7 country to do not have that kind of very important tool for the future of Canada. So what we are asking the government is to keep the track on the economy first and foremost, and also looking at the, and to address uh, the issue of the uh, health issue, as you have, as we have noticed, uh, all of us. Canada, especially in the east part of the country, in Ontario and in Quebec, there is an increase of uh, people who got sick with that. And so this is why we are very concerned, everybody, about that. But we have to keep in mind that, okay, we need to get back on the economy and also we need to be cautious on the health issue. So we will see what the government has to table. Uh, I've read that uh, the prime minister will finally call the other opposition leaders not that's mm. never too late to be good. So mm-hmm. we will see what uh, they what, what will table next week.
1: And I, I, have, I have to note, uh, as of the time of this recording, of course, the leader of the Conservatives, Aaron O'Toole, is in isolation because he mm-hmm. may have been exposed to someone uh, who did contract uh, COVID-19. So this is, a, uh, this is an issue still rolling around. But... Uh, I, I, uh, obviously, new leader Aaron O'Toole uh, won the leadership uh, last month. Uh, how united is the Conservative Caucus? Obviously, uh, not obviously, but I will be honest with you. I'm very proud
2: of all the caucus and all the people who are working in this party. Uh, Aaron had a good spirit speech uh, when he got elected. You know, a good way to say things and a good way, an open mind attitude uh, when he for his maiden speech uh, as the new leader. And I can tell you that, especially in Quebec, his first, uh, you know, you never have a second chance for a first good impression. Mm. And he got it right. It was very, his French is very good, better than everybody thinks. So this is a good way to start. Um he speaks directly with his humanity and with his, mo- his modesty everybody knows that this guy is very modest and uh, honest guy and modest one he's a family man hard working Canadian <laughs> and the joke that he used to say is that okay I'm younger than than, Gary, than Justin Trudeau but I have the face of a guy who called always all his
1: work all his, all his life very hard so well that's right they're they're almost <laughs> the same age It's uh, yeah. uh, of course they look very different Justin as the dauphin <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, no i think he 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 kind of used a, a martial arts move to put it to his advantage to say look mm-hmm. yeah you know i'm <laughs> i'm an everyday guy i uh i've had to work hard he he spent time in the military of course uh in his younger days mm-hmm. so i think that was a good way to describe himself right yes
2: and this is a good reception uh, in in the country in the party and especially in tibet uh, you know for the last years obviously, it was it's never easy in Quebec to be a conservative. It's like being a conservative in a GTA. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we have to work hard and we will continue to work hard. But people are very interested by uh, by Aaron, and they're asking me a lot of questions and they are very positive attitude. They like the positive attitude of, uh, of Aaron, And, you know, Obviously, after a leadership race, we have to glue people together, and I appreciate strongly the fact that those who didn't support him publicly during the race are all behind him, especially in Quebec. As you know, we only have 10 members of parliament, which is good, but it will be better, and we wish it will be better. Uh, but seven of our 10 members did support the other candidates, and it uh, did well. I uh, was very gracious, uh, Mr. McKay was very gracious after, uh, after he lost uh, the leadership bid. So now we look forward and all the members, all the members member who did support uh, Peter are behind the new leader. And that's a good signal sent to Canada,
1: Canadians. Will we have an election this fall? We never know. We never know. Uh, As you know, technically speaking,
2: uh, if you want to have an election, you need to have the full opposition of all the opposition members. So we need to have all the NDP voting against, all the bloc voting against, and all the conservative voting against if you need to put down the government. Well, I've read uh, a comment of uh, Jack Nicholson, the NDP leader, and he said, "I don't care about the throne of speech. I care about the budget in the next uh, in the next March." So I will be very surprised if the NDP vote against uh, the throne of speech. But we will see. We uh, we mm-hmm. will see what the throne is. Uh, what, what we find in the throne speech, and we will decide then if we support or not the throne speech. Uh, but obviously, I think that as the NDP will support the government, I don't think we will have an election. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. We can't take anything for granted, and especially in the minority government, and especially in that situation, uh, mm-hmm. in the health, health care issue. We, have, we are very concerned with that, and Aaron was crystal clear. We want to focus our work for Canadians. Uh, we don't want to go to the election, but if this is the way to solve the problems, we will do it. So, uh, But we will see what the Trump speech is, and then we will conduct ourselves based
1: on that. I'd love to know. Uh, obviously, you're a Quebecer, a proud Quebecer. Uh, what do Quebecers uh, think about uh, Justin Trudeau these days?
2: Well, uh, you know, Justin, people like him or <laughs> doesn't like like him. You know, it's uh, it's white or uh, white or black. There is mm-hmm. no gray area here. And, but people are very concerned with the ethics scandal. This is not the first time this prime minister is uh, is close to a mess with that situation. We have seen that with the account We have seen that with the SNC-11 scandal. And then we see that uh, this summer with the We Charity scandal. This is totally unacceptable. And you know, Tony, you you're, you are have been in politics for so many years, and I think you're, you're not so far away right now. But you know, in politics in the summertime, nobody paid any attention. So I thought a few months ago that the We Charity will not have any impact. But that's not mm-hmm. true. People in Quebec, especially, were very upset with that thing. Oh, how could they give a near a billion dollar contract without uh, without any call to a uh, to party's friends? So people were very upset with that. And for the third time, the prime minister is under investigation by the ethics commissioner. We will see the result of his uh, inquiry, but I don't think it will look good. It look good for it looks good for Mr.
1: Trudeau. Mm. Mr. Jenkins, do you have a do you have a question for our guest
0: today? Yeah, I just wanted to quickly ask, and I'm not sure if this is something you are interested in divulging, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. And because your name was thrown around for potential leadership candidates when the whole leadership race within the Conservative Party started. I'm curious. I know you had conversations about it, but I'm curious what what ultimately led you to not go further down that path or to explore it?
2: good question <laughs> good question so you know when we decide to run for easier ship race and i know uh, my fellow friend uh, Tony Clement knows it quite well you have to evaluate your chance if there is a chance to win or not so i know that uh, okay everybody can can run and then you will see if you have support and then if you don't have any support well you get out of the run but for me you know i'm a very uh, straight guy I don't like to be you know a dreamer I'm a straight guy very in French you know I like to see exactly where the, the numbers are and, uh, I evaluate the situation and I had a lot of support at the beginning of the, uh, when the, the race was open. I had some support from coast to coast in each and every province, in each and every area. So I seriously evaluate the, the possibility. And then I saw two others, very high profile uh, Canadians, uh, the Honorable Pierre Poilurev and the Honorable Jean Charest were we evaluate the fact to, to, to run or not and based on that and also the fact that Mr. Uto was running that Mr. McKay was running I thought that okay maybe it will not be my time so I just want to run just for the fun of it if I run it's because I think seriously that there is good opportunity for me to win so I decided not to run and I called the shot on the Monday on the Sunday at my EDA branch annual branch in the January I did that on Sunday on Tuesday Jean Charest decided not to run, and on Thursday, Pierre Collier decided not to run. <laughs> so, sometimes you make decisions and you live with that. That is exactly what I'm doing right now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, know I, well.
2: more, I know that well. I can be more frank than that, uh, Tony.
1: No, that's a, great, that's a very <laughs> frank answer, for sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jody, uh, you make decisions and you live with that. Exactly. Exactly, Jody. Do you do you want to continue, or
0: should I ask another question? No, I know you have a long list, Tony. So I'll I do you, have a long I list. Know, <laughs> I know you do. So I'll let you. I'll so, let you. I'll let you take it over. That's fine. <laughs>
1: uh, this is uh, you're very kind, Jody. Thank you. Uh, so,
0: though, <laughs> no, um,
1: I, I want our listeners to understand a little bit more about Quebec because you yeah. come from a region in Quebec that is very, uh, well, we should say it's unique. Uh, so when people think of Quebec, they, from outside Quebec, they might think of a monoculture uh, mm. and on a, a monopolitical culture, but that's not the case. The region of Quebec is very conservative. They have a talk radio culture that is probably the strongest talk radio culture in Canada. Tell us a little bit more about your region. Well, Quebec City, yes, you're right, is, uh, it's quite different. But there is no official, you no know, situation in
2: Quebec or you no know, street, uh, street position. It's like a mosaic. You have people who think differently from each and every area. Just, just take the example of my own riding, louis uh, for I won two times and I pay all my respect to my constituents but and with a strong majority. But, you know, based on the history of this, of this riding, in 12 years, you have, first of all, elected... Liberal, then a blockist, then NDP, and also conservative. So you had four different colors in 12 years. So it's not, uh, you know, it's not sure that uh, Quebec City is conservative. It's more conservative than Plateau Mont Royal, obviously, but it's not sure 100%. So this is part of the fact that in Quebec City, people, you can never take people for granted. But as you cannot take them for granted, they are open minded. They want mm-hmm. to listen. They want to watch. They want to evaluate. So if you have a good offer to table, if you have a good party, a good policies, policy, uh, party policy, and if you have a good leader, well, people will be open. mind. They will they will have open mind and look at you. But you never take anything take for granted. Could you believe it? That the NDP got more than 50% uh, six, uh, nine, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm very serious about that work hard in your writing this is the key for each and every mp not to get that. Just, just to stay in contact
1: with your constituents and be straight and honest with them i'm going to ask a very tough question for you Go on, on. As, as, aside from quebec what's your favorite part of our country Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> well, as I know more, a leadership candidate, well, uh, because if I was a leadership candidate, I will say, okay, there is 10, magnificent provinces, and there is the greatest area and all of that. It, it's still for me, but I like, and I will surprise you maybe, but I like the Duke area in Edmonton. Oh, okay. So you know why? Because I'm a I'm a historian, and I'm a big fan of Le Duc number one, spill. This is where and when everything started. In 1947, on, uh, if my, my memory is good, on February the 14th, uh, they discovered the Ludwig number one, uh, zero, not zero, but the uh, was planned. And right. then we had the beginning of the economic boom and the petroleum boom for Alberta first, but first and foremost for Canada. So mm. this is, as far as I'm concerned, a historic day, a historic place. We shall celebrate it as we celebrate the uh, Niagara Falls. You know, this is part of our heritage. This is part of our history. And uh, I, each and every time I went to Edmonton, I think four or five times since I've been elected, I always pay visit to the, uh, to the uh, museum there. And you know, for me, this is a very important place in the Canadian history. Obviously, I like uh, the Rockies, I like the uh, DC, I like Saskatoon, I like Regina, I went to Regina once. I like uh, Manitoba, I like Ontario, I like <laughs> the four provinces. The sure you do. Provinces, for sure. <laughs> but there is a special place in my mind for Leduc uh, nearby Mountain, because of logic number one
1: Sure, when everything started. Now that date in 1947, of course, uh, it, it vies with importance with September 28th, 1972. Oh, you're right. When we finally beat
2: the Russians. You know? That's right. And this is something that Gerard and I have in
1: common. We have, uh, we have this great fascination with the original Canada-Russia series and oh, yes. uh, Paul Henderson's goal. Right, uh, Gerard? Oh, yes. And thanks to you.
2: Thanks to you, I had the privilege to meet, uh, to have met Mr. Uh, Paul Anderson, and you know it was one of the best things that I've done in Ottawa (laughs) the last five years. Meeting this great engineer, Paul Anderson, who saved our national pride. uh, pride, Can we say that? Uh, Yes, yes, uh, yes. Yes, when the when Canada finally beat uh, the uh, the Russia. You know the the Russians were
1: there to to learn. We uh, switched the role, and we learned very much from them. We did That's indeed. A, one of my greatest, uh, fondest possessions is um, is a uh, is a painting of the goal being scored, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Treczak is down on the on the on the ice, and uh, Henderson is just about to raise his arms, yes. uh, just about to just about to be hugged by Yvonne Cournoyer. Yes. that uh, But my painting is is it's a print. It's signed by both. Paul Henderson and by Tretchak. and wow. you know, usually goalies don't like to uh, remember their, their worst moments right but uh, mm-hmm. he, he actually signed the print along with Henderson so uh, wow. it's, it's something that I, I do value and I, it's, it's great when we can talk hockey from across this country and talk about mm-hmm. these great moments I have another personal question for you Yes, what, what's, a, what's a good lesson to teach your younger self if you could go back in time What's something that you learned oh. that you that you wish you learned when you were younger? Oh my god, this is a good question. I would say take your time, buddy, because when
2: I was a teenager <laughs> and was and was in my twenties, I always want to run and to do that, anything, you know, very fast and very, I wanted to, to burn the, the candle from the both sides. Uh, I don't know if this is a good expression in English. Yeah. This is an expression yeah. in French. And you know, I always want to do everything. Keep quiet. They do it step by step. Then you will achieve something. So it finally took me uh, 50 years to get elected. Yes, yeah. but uh, <laughs> well, 44 years I got elected first in, uh, in national assembly 19, in 2008. So uh, take your time. Take your time, General. Don't be, don't be, too, don't be too rushed. Take your time,
1: and then you will achieve good things. I think that's a very good lesson, and we could still learn those lessons, right? Oh yes, and I apply it each and every day. Good for you. <laughs> Well, we I know nice you, uh, you and you have to. I, I totally get mm-hmm. that. And we wish you every success in the next uh, in the next uh, session of Parliament. I'm going to give you an A chord <laughs> because wow. uh, I'm going to give you a for effort. Uh, and, uh, uh, it's just, uh, and it's just uh, amazing to catch up with you, Gerard. And, uh, please, uh, please know that our thoughts are with you. And I know it's, uh, sometimes with COVID, uh, you mm-hmm. know, everybody, uh, you know, everybody coming back to Ottawa and, and so on. And, and uh, so we, 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 wish you good health and, uh, and continue to do your good work for our country.
2: Well, thank you so much, my friends. And I deeply appreciate this uh, opportunity to talk to you and to talk to your, uh, auditors. Thank you so much.
1: That was great, Gerard. Thank you.
0: Oh, he's gone. He really left. He really did leave. Yeah. He didn't want to talk uh, okay. to you anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> Asking these tough questions. I wanted to ask him where the best smoked meat sandwich in Quebec is. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. You should have jumped in there with uh, that
0: one. Or the best poutine. Or would that best have been too poutine. stereotypical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where Where do you... Yeah, where do you like personally? where do you wear your toque do you know Bonome? yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah do you know Bonhomme? Yeah, yeah, you know there's a great i have a great story about Ben-Ome yes videos. you've told it before you've yeah it that's before, right mr harper. It was harper yeah. and then it's, i think you uh, sent me a text to the picture of- <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah go back if you're wondering what that's about go back and listen to all our other episodes and you can find it it's
1: it, it's a real, uh, it's a real moment in time, and people should listen to the back episodes because a lot, of, a lot of people we've interviewed are continue to have a huge impact on our society. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking of uh, Michelle Rempel, and I'm thinking of, uh, uh, you know, even, uh, even Israeli politics, Ali Hazan. So uh, yeah, you know, we 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 like to keep tabs on all of our uh, former interviewees, so we'll do that with Gerard as well.
0: Yeah, I got to give a shout out to one of our. Most loyal subscribers and listeners, Mike Stiff, who, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he's he loves the show, and we appreciate Mike for uh, his continued support. And, uh, yeah, and what are you playing there now?
1: Uh, we're gonna do a, a, a riff from
0: a song. Are you gonna get us, you gonna get us banned from, from my heart <laughs> radio or something?
1: Yeah, no, that had nothing to do with ELO. So please, ELO, do not uh, sue us.
0: <laughs> Play an original from the Doc Spiders. Do the Doc Spiders have an original? Yeah,
1: we have original songs. I'll okay. do that next. Uh, I'll do that next show. I promise. Why don't we get I, the Doc do Spiders a... on the show? Uh, e- okay, from the garage. I'll, t- sure. I'll take us from, from the garage. Yeah, yeah get them yeah, all around not?
0: like a mic, and we can have some fun with them. And then your other challenge is yeah. like, let's get up to the Elmo, the Elmo combo, and record a mm-hmm. show with Weckerly up there. We
1: should do that. Yeah, that's wow. a great idea, Jody. Yeah, make and it uh, we love these. We love these suggestions. Also, we get suggestions from our listeners too. So keep those suggestions coming in. We're always looking for great content for you.
0: Yeah. So anyway, seven days. We do it again. Thanks again to Municipal Solutions. You can find them online at MunicipalSolutions.ca. And uh, an excellent outfit there. John's doing a great job. So we look forward to. And he's going to be coming on the show soon too, right?
1: yes he is we're going to set that up according to his uh, busy schedule but uh, our sponsor will come on very interesting cat uh, a lot to talk about with john too so yeah uh, i just found out uh, he was a bodybuilder body interesting...
0: like he was, he body... was a
1: bodybuilder that's crazy and that's his, cool and his daughter is like a canadian champion jujitsu or something yeah. so yeah, no, there's I... lots uh, lots to talk about with him
0: yeah no i'm looking forward to uh connecting with him so that'll be uh that'll be a lot of fun so anyway tony sure. we will do this again okay. in seven days. See you then, buddy.